Hello and welcome to Journey Through DecaCast, a counter-hour retrospective through the once of decade, where I am Dead Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris, but in the past this time. And everybody's yeah. dead this week. Yeah, some... that's Kiva for you. Did you have attachment to characters? No, neither did we, but they're dead now. <laughs> yeah, well, their their new iteration that came out of nowhere with no character development is dead. The original one's probably run off in some other alternate universe. Right. Or is just also dead. That is also true. <laughs> Yes, this week Kiva has lots of dramatically unmotivated character shifts just all the time. Just uh, just every few minutes a character's going to be radically change their perspective for no reason that happens on screen. I don't know, it's none of the characters go through any actual character development, they just change. Uh any dramatic tension is removed because Stuff that takes place in the past, we already know, happens out fine. Which they try and subvert by doing a weird time travel plot, but it doesn't work. I don't even want to talk about that episode. I don't. I don't even think it's worth talking about that episode. Got to. I mean, let's talk about all of them. That's the last one, so I don't know where that's gonna go. But yeah, it's stupid places. (laughs) It's gonna go Uh, very stupid places. All right. The first episode is what Chris. Go ahead. I'm disappointed that Wataru did not literally turn into Baby Wataru. I... Yeah, <laughs> he fact... he apparently just imagined himself as Baby Wataru. Didn't actually become him. So I'm kind of sad about that. I don't know why you're sad about that. That probably would have made things worse. It probably would have, but it could have also been funny. I don't know it. It would have been something interesting and unique. Instead, we just get... I don't fucking know. <laughs> he just stays in his in his house until he decides not to. Yeah, He stays in much. his house till Kengo's like, Guitar! Till so Kengo's like, hey, completely forget about how I told you you were a personal shit and everything, and I fucking beat you up a bunch of times. I'm your friend again, right? And Wataru... Like, yeah. Yeah, that was all stupid. And I'm like, well, I'm glad we agree on that, Kenko. So the first episode is called Lullaby, Release the Heart. Kivat talks about how Wataru's a shut-in again and how he wants to, to fight Fangire again. Um, so Kengo saves Nako from getting beat up with a sniper rifle. Um, Wataru, feeling neither human nor Fangire, refuses to go outside. Um, Nago right. confronts Shima. Yeah, if, if you if you don't remember, um, not Nago was getting crap beaten out of him at the end of the previous episode by uh, Saga. So, yeah, I mean, par for the course, really. Yeah. A little bit. So, so that that didn't happen. It's just another thing that didn't actually happen at the end of the last episode. <laughs> I mean, it happened, but then it was stopped. Yeah, it just didn't have any consequences or anything. Um, so Nago goes to Shima and is like, hey, why'd you all fire Kengo? And Shima's like, well, I just tested him like I tested for you a million episodes back. And, uh, he's bad, so he's fired. Go kill Kiva now. 
So, so this is the week where I just decided that Shiva, uh, Shima is the fucking worst. I hate him, and he's an idiot. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's actually, dead now, so who cares? And I actually haven't given him enough credit for being the worst the entire show. He's he's actually the worst character in this show, which is saying something. Right, yeah. Like, he's, like not He's bad- been Dark Horse the worst the entire time. He, he's badly written also, but he's also, like, the worst person in this show. It's weird. And he's bad at his job, too. Yeah, and he's bad at his job. <laughs> but so. but no, because when Bishop confronts Nago la- later, he's like, now that Wataru's taken care of, the organization is the highest threat to the fangires. Yeah, uh-huh, sure, I mm-hmm, totally believe you, dude. You don't have to believe me or not believe me, it happens. No, I, I'm talking Bishop to Bishop. Say that. I'm talking to Bishop, like, yeah, I, I totally believe you that they are, mm-hmm, biggest threat, sure. Um, so how have we not made any jokes about um, Bishop the also being the name of an X-Men character who is, like, also a time traveler up until this point? Jeez, you're right. <laughs> We just haven't thought about it, I guess. Yeah, I guess it just takes me a while. He's not edgy enough, nor has enough guns. Yeah, he doesn't have enough guns, that's true. Or pouches. <laughs> right? right, Bishop was like in the Cable era, right? There's a lot of pouches then. Bishop's like halfway to the Dark Cable future, if I remember correctly. And then, like... Right, right, but I mean yeah. like in terms of like... What's his name doing art with all of the pouches? Right. And being very 90s and extreme. Rob Liefeld inspired design. Yeah, that, that's his name. We got yeah. there. So, but she was like, okay, so so back in, in Kamen Rider Kiva, so. Can't we just she talk was about like, X-Men instead? <laughs> we, we can do that sometime, but not today. Uh, so, Shima's mad. He's, he just thinks that Wataru should die and stuff, and Naga's like, that's stupid. We That's clearly a bad idea at this point. And then Naga's like, well, I've, I've been countered in this argument and I have nothing more to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, then we see Kengo walking down the street saying, I'm an idiot, I'm a useless bastard. I'm like, yes, true. Yep. I think, I think like next episode is his last appearance on the show. Really? Yeah, I think wow. he just like becomes friends again, and then he's gone because we didn't see him after that. Yeah, his story's finished. He's uh, yeah. That's sure. that's wild. Okay. I mean, I I will have to double check this, but I'm like, I I feel like maybe. Well, there's still like five more episodes to go, so I don't know. Guess we'll see. I assume I, they don't all take place in the past. They might. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I I would be upset. I would be surprised. Okay, so, but anyway, uh, so Taiga is asking his mom to give him the Dark Kiva power, which apparently she can do. Which is apparently different than the normal Kiva power? Well, yeah, there's Kiva and there's Dark Kiva. Yeah, but, like... Where's They're sitting Kiva- next to a nice river. Uh, this river is looks really, really nice. I want to also sit next to it. It's very then, pleasant. Looking. Then who's Kiva in the past? I mean, so I, I honestly like 
Maya and Fanguy, I have a million and one questions. Um, <laughs> the biggest one being, um, if a Fanguy has their Fanguy power taken away, what are they at that point? I was also a little unclear about that one. Is and that also, just you human? Just, later on, we're going to find out you can just add Fangire to people. I'm like, wait. Well, no, they, they he used the machine that they used to make the Super Fangire. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. That tracks. Yeah, but the, the, my, the king taking the powers out of Maya, isn't she just human then? Or yes, wouldn't a Fangire without Fangire powers be human? And then wouldn't Wataru be full human? <laughs> You'd uh, think. Bloodlines, how the fuck do they work? I don't know. Are, are, I don't know. Maybe being part Fangire is a magic thing rather than a genetic thing. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so you're saying that, that Maya's magic circuits were, were sealed, but she was still able to pass them down to Wataru. Yes. It's Did not... I use that right? Does that make sense in Fate? Uh, no. But <laughs> okay, let me rephrase. Could that make sense in Fate? Uh, uh, also, I mean, maybe I don't. It's just not. It's not really clear how the hell this works. Uh, yeah, because uh, I think it's in episode forty-two or something. Is when King takes away her magic powers. Yeah. Right. I think, so. I think they the all past. blend together. Yeah, but uh, it's they don't really explain how that works at all. It's no, extremely no, weird. Not at fucking all. No, just take. You know, I did notice that when he took the power, when King was taking the powers from Maya, it looked suspiciously like uh, God, what's his name? Schwartz. Taking Tsukiyomi's powers. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. So, Though, uh, uh, it does raise the question of, like, wait a minute. Okay, so we know that if the queen power, like, the queen powers will, like, pass down to somebody if someone doesn't have them. Where were they for the intervening 20 years? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just like, maybe something will happen with King doing it. Or Baby maybe- Mio. Maybe King was just a queen for a while. Baby Mio. Uh, Yas, queen. Uh, Yas. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on with King. He just randomly does shit in the sequence of episodes. He, he is the biggest tsundere in this show. It's, I don't actually love you. But you, you're not allowed to do shit, but I don't love you. <laughs> I do kind of love how Sudari he is, but also his level of power is just totally arbitrary based on the scene. Yeah, a little bit. He just gets the ability to do things. Whether or not it's been a thing before, it's just, oh, you get to do this now. Which, uh, yeah, like in the next scene, um, the the fish guy and... uh, Well, before that, like, Taiga talks... Oh no, we talked about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's gonna get the power on his wedding. That that's how that's supposed to work oh, out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The wedding happens, and then they get the power. Yeah, he's like, "I'll get the dark Kiva power uh, from you," and she's like, "Uh, okay," and just that doesn't get addressed any further. I suppose we should probably drop the foreshadowing that Taiga's like, "You're not thinking about giving it to Wataru, are you?" 
No, mm, not at all. He says she should wear a leather veil, and I'm like, uh, veils aren't made of leather? I think it's so her face is covered because she's a disgrace to Fangire. Which is, yeah. It, it seems weird to neg your mom when you're trying to get her to give you something. Well, she's she's powerless and Tiger's an asshole, yeah, so it, it, I, I, it was it's a it's the asshole way of saying disguise yourself so Fangires don't show up at my wedding and try and kill you. Do, do you know Do you know who's not an asshole though? The Monster Trio. They no, were very great. cute in this episode, actually, because they don't want to kill their friend question mark Atoya. <laughs> yeah this was only friends? this was one of the only parts of these episodes that i actually did like no do you know what my favorite part of this set of episodes in and it's the smallest thing and it just well, makes things slightly less worse that the fact that? that wataru is sent to the past by jiro just tossing him through the door and being like i'm gonna <laughs> let your dad deal with this shit yeah yeah when we get to episode 44 i mean wataru's just in the past for a lot of the episode and i'm like how the fuck did this happen? For go and to- then eventually they just reveal. Oh, he just just Jiro put him in a door. Go in, let in your dad's castle. soul touch you. I'm sorry. What? And Jiro's just like I don't want to deal with this fucking shit. You're too much to handle. And Jiro just child. like being fed up is is very good. <laughs> uh, he did not sign up for this whole surrogate fatherhood thing. I mean, I mean kind of did. I mean, I guess he did. I mean, that's what happens when you get turned into a decoration for a castle. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of just told to do it. I don't think he really had much choice at that point on account of being a sword handle. I, I guessing what happens is that Atoya will defeat King at some point. I mean, you guys, you, we watched the episode preview, right? No, I didn't. No. Oh my god. God, you're both like Cat and don't watch episode previews. I, I, not for Kiva. <laughs> Why am I going to watch it any more of Kiva than I have to? Well, I'm just going to tell you because it would be in the preview if you watched it, but Atoya becomes Dark Kiva. Oh, okay. I'm... Fair enough. Well, uh, um... I thought that King already was Dark Kiva on account of being Kiva, but darker. Yeah, but the, the bat is the one that controls the power what if the bat just bites someone else okay well that's fun oh oh okay anyway anyway so there's this cute scene after that conversation on the riverbank where fish guy and franken guy are giving atoya a massage in the middle of a field (laughs) and franken guy pulls out a ten thousand ton hammer and is like I gotta kill Atoya, because King said so. But he can't do it. And he, like, drops it on the ground instead. Well, so, he he smacks the ground instead, and Atoya's like, what the... F- what? And <laughs> what Ricky's on? response is, oh, there's a mosquito! Mosqu-, and he starts chasing a fake mosquito. <laughs> Which is... Ki- As usual, Ricky continues to be a delight. He's extremely cute, yeah. Uh, the next scene uh, has some extremely gay energy going on because the toy is taking a bath, and uh, Jiro is just like, uh, "Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna bathe together now. I'm gonna wash your back as a as a thanks." Yeah, uh, and the toy is like, "Well, I guess that's fine. No homo though." Uh, 
You know, no, I did say no homo, but on the other hand, I sure do like being naked with other men and like talking about how much I enjoy it. So also, it's, it's, aren't we the bestest of friends, friend of mine? <laughs> Jiro, as as Atoya is saying this, Jiro has transformed into his wolf form and is like going to gut Atoya from the back. But then, oh no, he is touched by Atoya's words, and Atoya turns around and Jiro is crying in the corner. She's like, "No, just just watch yourself." Oh. <laughs> I got soap in my eyes. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, there's some stuff that happens between that. Um, Mio just like breaks into Wataru's house and makes him dinner, and then asks about killing Taiga again. Uh, and Wataru's yeah. just like, "Yeah, still hard no. You <laughs> should go super now." Super weird. <laughs> Mio is Mio has been the. the the, the quiet, innocent Mio has been replaced by this crazy stalker Yandere. It is super weird how she's just like, here's dinner. Uh, how about that murder, bud? Is it, you're, you're fine with killing, right? Uh, no. Yeah. No, we're not. I'm not going to do it. Uh, yeah. There's a brief scene in the, uh, in the bar where the uh, bar owner guy is like, we have to uh, bring Wataru back out with love. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about, bud? And then the monster group decides to go their separate ways after they've come to the conclusion that they cannot kill their friend Atoya. And then um, Merman and Ricky get turned into rider weapon forms like almost immediately by King. Right. Yeah, he shows up, and instead of killing them, he turns them into their rider weapons. I don't think and- King's killed anybody. Yeah, I guess that's true. He keeps saying that he's going to kill people, but I don't... Yeah. He keeps finding fates worse than death. <laughs> he hasn't actually done any killing yet, so... He, he talks a lot about, Ooh, I'm going to kill you. Ooh, I'm going to... It's going to be bad. And then it doesn't... He does other stuff. Yeah. But yeah. So he... Yeah. He turns them into their, their rider weapon forms. So that kind of explains how that happened, I guess. Um... So yeah, and then the scene at the cafe happens with the love. And then they're like, oh, I know what to do. And then Kengo is like, I want to play guitar outside of Wataru's house. Except I can't, because, like, injury. So but, he just plays kind of shittily. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but it's it works. slightly more distorted than his regular playing. They they get back in the house. I think Kengo's accent has changed back as well. Yeah, he doesn't sound like a douchebag anymore. Yeah. I just say I assume because I can't tell accents because I can't tell Japanese at all. So, wah, wah. Um, so anyway, they get inside and Wataru's like, by the way, Nago, if I go insane, you should murder me. And Nago's like, I mean, all right, I guess. I'm kind of past that part of my character, but sure. It's like, uh, yeah, don't want to do the murder, but okay. Um, and then Kengo's like, I'm sorry, I'm the worst. Let me just drop this entire confidence thing where I was using this whole thing to just accept the fact that I was bad and never was going to go anywhere anyway, so I used this to just push down my emotions and I took it on the people closest to me. Where did this fucking come from? Like yeah, he, was ac- this, he actually scene, seemed like a competent guitarist. This scene is played extremely dramatically, and like I think the actor does a pretty good job, and like he, he has a very soulful confession about how he's just been lying to himself and like he really values their friendship and everything i'm just like what 
in the world is going on? Because, like, if this was... <laughs> There's a if lot of point A like... to point Z with nothing in the middle. I feel it... like if this had been developed well, this would be a very moving scene that I, was, I, like, I... very compelling and stuff. But... As it is, I'm 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 reminded of the Will Ferrell Anchorman scene of, I don't believe you. Like, it... it... <laughs> He's he's saying all this, but he's shown nothing to prove it. He tried to like play guitar. Got, Andy saved other, Nago. I, I, and he's like, I've got utmost confidence in your humanity because you're a good friend and a good person. And Tar's like, well, thanks, but I still think I suck and stuff. Yes. I, I can't do it because I am neither human nor a fangire. And then Tiger's there, and Ritaro's like, yeah. I'm neither a human nor a fangire. Yeah, he apparently is having the same conversation with Tiger. Um, and then he has a weird dream vision with Maya. Oh, right, that thing. And then in the past, speaking of going from A to Z with plot points that make no sense, Yuri's still in this show. <laughs> and um, she uses Bloody Rose to get Maya to actually fight her. But then King shows up and beats up Yuri. Yuri runs well, off so then Atoya can come so they don't have to deal with each other right now. Yeah, she threatens to break Bloody Rose, so Maya's like, okay, fine, I guess I'll fight you. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I, I do cut the scene transition from them, like, they, she, okay. Yuri turns into Ixa in the apartment, which is, like, kind of fun to just see Ixa in a domestic setting. But then they just see transition, and they're in the middle of the forest. Well, no, Maya kicks her through the door. Right. right. Um, I, I mean, the scene transition is getting, you know, someone gets kicked into a different the, scene, a, a different camera shot, but that's how the, they the, always work. The scene transitions in this show are at times incomprehensible, because they just change set it they just I mean, change sets i mean what a, that's that's pretty typical for a fight scene in a common writer show <laughs> it is but it, i don't know why it just feels more jarring in this like the, in most of them it kind of makes sense like they're in an industrial area and then they go inside a factory or they're in a grassy area and they go to like a riverside don't forget the quarry yeah, you know or, i guess and they'll go to the quarry this really and hasn't come up before, but uh, Kiva has much less of a sense of setting than any of the other Kamen Rider shows we watched. Yeah, they're, like the, they're, the place they're in doesn't matter at all. Yeah, no, there's, there is, I, I don't even remember the fucking name of the cafe. There's the cafe, there's Wataru slash Toya's house. Like, those are the only significant locations. Yeah, that's it? I can't even think of any place else. I mean, uh, they, I don't know. I, I there there are places in the city, but that's about it. I I I don't think that's a Kiva specific thing. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe not. But how like, many places uh, can you name in in Geo that wasn't like the nine to five? <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since I watched any. Zero. How many places that, in Kuga that, could you name that is not like the research lab? The curry shop and police station. The hospital. True. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're you're not wrong about that, but also like, look, I'm all it, about being like Kiva's not that great, but 
but I'm not going to let you be like Kiva's not that great for the re- for this reason that happens in every other writer show. No, I I do I do see what you're saying that that's like a general writer thing, but also like in those shows the characters act like the setting is under threat. Like they have a they have an emotional attachment to the place they're in and the people they're around that could be possibly hurt in some way by the plot of the show going on. Uh, none of the characters in Kiva care about that. I mean, they're mostly in places that don't have other people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just, I mean, there's there's Fangire monsters running around constantly, and everyone just, I mean, we don't they, see they any disperse. response to that from anyone other than the main characters of the show. Anywho, uh, Atoya is quote-unquote captivated by Maya, and that... Apparently. Being human or fangire does not matter. It is the soul that matters. Cut to Maya using the same line to be like, Hey, Wataru, you know, it's just your soul that matters. You should try being you again. It's it, it, it in any other show this would be a nice through line showing, Oh yeah, the the past is going to the future. And in this it's just kinda like eh. I don't know. It's kind of funny that I feel like every time they do it, they like twist the situation Atoya is in where this happens to make him seem like a good person to Wataru. Yeah, it it's it very much feels like the show is trying to tell you, isn't Atoya a good person? Just just forget I about don't, I don't know if it thing. is. I think it's more hilarious that they just try to do it, but then you see the whole thing and you're just like, wait a second. And well the fact that they match cut this with like Maya telling Wataru, like, you're a good person, listen to the music of your soul, believe in yourself. And I'm like, okay, hold on. This is the point where, like, shouldn't he also have, like, a memory vision of all of his other friends telling him this, too? Because, like, he he blew all of them off. So, and then when his mom tells him this, he's just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm fine now. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> like, we... That, those other things should have mattered, too. Like, since this is a vision dream sequence, like, have those other characters pop up here and, like, repeat their, like, yeah, go Wataru thing, so that we can, like, believe that the characters have a relationship and it matters. Counterpoint. <laughs> Come on, Wataru is a mama's boy. He definitely is. Wataru is a mama's boy, but, like, drama. Like, TV writing. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, just, just do your jobs. Well, that there's your problem. You're asking them to do their jobs. I mean, they, I'm... they're not good at that. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, yeah. Nago fights Bishop and Jellyfish. And oh. <laughs> Nago beats up Bishop a bunch. Yeah. Nago okay, beats so... up a Bishop a lot in these episodes, but Bishop is still around. Yeah. See, we see transition to. Nago turning into Ixa Rising, and the jellyfish monster shows up at the first time in this episode at 17 minutes in, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, and then, and then Wataru shows up, and Taiga's like, what the fuck, Wataru? And Wataru's just like, I'm gonna be me. And then Taiga's I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm gonna kill this jellyfish guy myself. And you can fight my robot belts. 
you can fight my alien overlords. <laughs> yeah, uh... So, Taiga summons a ton of giant CG flying common Rider belts. It's such, like, an episode 12 thing to do. It is. Yeah, it's extremely weird. And then, like, he beats all of the little giant flying common Rider belts, he and then there's a big all. giant flying common Rider belt that also has tentacles. I don't... They have weird big metal tentacles for some reason. Yeah, uh, he swords it. It's fine. Yeah, he swords it, and that part of the episode is over now. Um, so, and then, like, <laughs> then Atoya... we're back in the past with King. Yeah, Atoya, King, and Maya go to abandoned building, and they're talking. King's like, hey, you should kill Atoya, Maya. And then she's just super quiet. And then Atoya tries to sneak attack with... Uh, with Ixa, but King's like, no. And then he beats up Atoya pretty bad. Yeah, and then, he's like, okay, you clearly love this guy. You No more lying about that at this point. So, And yeah, then I'm Jiro comes in and is like, I will save you, Atoya. You should run now. And then King's like, I mean, I guess I'll capture you too. Yeah. So then he got uh, Jiro in a Pokeball. And then, and then Atoya's like, what? What'd you do with my best friend, who is now my best friend? For some reason. And then he turns into Ixa and runs through explosions. Yeah, there's big explosions and then the episode ends. Um, yeah, and then it's next episode, which is um, 42, <laughs> The Power of Love, The King's the power Anger. Of love. Yeah, yeah. Power of Love. Okay, what's what's the rest of the title? Power of Love, and then something else? It's a curious thing. Oh, King's Anger. Right, right. It makes one man weep, and another man sing. Man. Oh. Uh, anywho, uh, Kvet talks about how Wataru is no longer a shut-in again, and then he has to fight his brother, I guess. And I'm Kvet just like, opens... yeah, Kvet, yeah, that sure happened fast and didn't really... Wasn't yeah. really conveyed properly through dramatic character motivation. So no, th- there's some. Glad we can agree on that. Kavat K- openings are poor in this set of episodes. Kavat openings are basically stopped. Yeah, they're not fun trivia anymore. They're just him like recapping the plot. Remember when we talked about Vivaldi, the famous violinist. I do remember that. See what I did that time? I didn't say internet browser to uh, to uh, subvert expectations. Subverted the subversion. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And so, I did and I did it between episodes, so like now it's like also an inside joke. <laughs> so okay. Uh so X is charging at a King Kiva guy again. Um he just immediately gets backhanded and doesn't really do anything, so that wasn't yeah. really any dramatic tension there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh Artoya gets beat up, then Yuri shows up and gets beat up. Yuri, and then she oh, wants to go get beat up more, but my like, no. The Fangire switchblades make their, their reappearance in this episode. So, yeah. yeah. They continue to not do anything. Yep. Um, yeah, so Maya stops Yuri the second time, and then King just takes a Toya and leaves. Yeah, he's just gone now. Um, Wataru and Taiga have words at each other. Um, they have a face-off. 
Yeah, it, th- they say like a couple sentences. It's not important. They have words, and then we're at the next scene. <laughs> um. So then the organization group tries to cheer Wataru up. Um, Kengo becomes friends with Wataru again, and then we never see him again. Um, and then Sheila's just like there in the corner, and Nago just walks up to him and is like, hey, um, so what if we don't kill Kiva? And Shima's like, Master, I need to borrow your kitchen. And then he makes Omu rice. And then there's this weird metaphor that happens, I guess. <gasps> this I was yeah, this is so freaking weird. I don't under did you understand it? Like I okay. I, I default if, to like I am dumb first. If you remember earlier, Yuri spent a bunch of time learning how to make Omu rice for Atoya. So I think they're trying to do this thing where, like, Shima is showing, oh, here's what I think about your human self. It's about loving and the, all that good stuff. But if you're evil, I'll kill you. So then, uh, like, Wataru chooses not... human by just eating the rice? I don't get it. Like, where it... where do you go from there? Also, it's not Oma rice. and It's not an omelet. He just puts eggs on top of some rice. Like... You, you have to wrap the eggs around the rice for it to be omelet rice. Because then it's an omelet. This is not an omelet. It can be an omelet. It could just be an omelet on top of the rice. It, it's not... He just scrambles the eggs and then pours them on top of the rice, though. Yeah, it's this not is very... just scrambled eggs on top of rice. That is not an omelet rice. I don't know what to tell you, man. So Utaro eats it, so I guess he chose humans. Yeah, uh, apparently by eating the rice... And eggs. He's like, he's human now and worthy of love or something. Yeah. It's a little unclear. Um, in contrast, uh, Mio has gothed herself up and is now doing some queen killing. Yeah, queen, Mio is now perfectly fine with killing Fangire because. Well, because Wataru's a does. Fangire, so she was never wrong. Right, yeah. So she never loved a human. So even though she thought she did. She's apparently decided that that sympathy that she had for people who loved humans was wrong. So it's actually a good idea to murder everybody who does that. I, I guess. And then Maya shows up and is like, oh, you're you're killing people now? And then Mio's just like, well, yeah, I gotta be a good queen for the king who's gonna be with Taru, by the way, and not your other shitty son. <laughs> this whole Mio thing, she's gone. Yeah, she's she's was like really cute and fun when they introduced her, and now she's just like this a weirdo person. Yeah, she's really really out there now. Do you know who still isn't ruined for me yet? Maya. Maya. Yeah, I actually do still like Maya. Um, and like Megumi's neat, but she doesn't get to do anything anymore. Yeah, she's. But like she's in these couple, she's in the bar scenes in this episode, like acting cheerful. But like that's it. She she's not part of the plot at all. Um, yeah, you know, like Maya, like consistently good. Yeah, I think Maya's still cool. I'm surprised they haven't ruined her character yet. They got yeah. five more episodes to go. Four more episodes. I thought. Wait, there's forty nine, right? Forty eight. Oh no, I guess guess there is forty eight. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, um, so, uh, so Shima and Taiga have some dinner 
where Taiga's like, all right, I now accept your proposal to kill Wataru. And Shima's like, no, you're just using this so you can get Wataru joy on your side. We're not doing this. And then Taiga's like, oh, you've seen through my plan. And Shima's like, yep. Also, by the way, the time you attacked me, that still hurts. That was barely a plan, bud. Yeah. I don't know, that's... I'm not sure I'd even call that a plan. <laughs> uh, the Their conversation is boring enough that the whole time I'm just like, man, that bread on the table sure looks good. <laughs> I want some it bread. Does. <laughs> the, I, uh, I, love, I love some good table bread, you know? I yeah. can really, really go for like a part of a baguette right now. Yeah. Or like a good biscuit. <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe I just want like a red lobster like cheese biscuit. Oh, that'd be good. Love those. Uh, anyway, yeah, she was like, "Okay, I'm still mad about that time where you like sicked a bunch of shadow snakes on me." Uh, I'm yeah. leaving now. Okay, so I, I want to talk about Yuri. Okay. Um, this almost I can almost justify this working, but I can't get all the way there, and because. I think it's an interesting literary or even just like an idea in general that Yuri has like come to the idea that like she had feelings for Atoya. They did that for a while. It's not working out and she's willing to let that go, but still cares for this person. But there's no middle part where they talk about it. Right. Yeah. They're yeah, super I... close for this to being good. Yeah, I kind of agree that uh, if they had like gone through the steps of this being like of Yuri being this the a character who was like, well, we were romantically involved, but my my partner's moving on, but I still want to support them and be their friend. Like that would be a really different direction to take this. But well, even like in like <laughs> the next episode, like or the last episode, sorry, the where it happens, like. She comes to the conclusion and she's like, she's moving out and she's like starting to move on with all this. But there's never just that closure or that conversation that they have that right. like really establishes like what happened. Yeah. No, not really. Like that's basically what's happening in the plot, but they never like internalize that into the character. Yeah. So like And she doesn't she never like she's Yuri Yuri's actress, I'm guessing, has been directed to just play, like, generically angry in every scene for, like, the past five, six, seven episodes now. Because, <laughs> like, she she has very, she's been giving very little emotional range. Like, she's just, like, mad and trying to stop Atoya from doing whatever the heck's going on with Atoya. Yeah. It's just, like, it's so close to being a thing I could accept. Yeah, I I know what you mean. It it, it... Kiva comes comes so close to being passable at times. It's frustrating. So, I I made this comment to Fletch before, and then I immediately took it back after watching these episodes. But I'm like, I think Kiva can do the redemption part of redemption arcs well. It just can't do everything else that is involved with that. <laughs> like, I guess like that's kind of true. The yeah, general like it... shifts, like, we talked about how, like, the Kengo speech would have hit if there was stuff that supported it. We, I'm like, like, 
Nago stuff would, would like, if we supported that more, like, that shift is I pretty good. Like, Nago's not the worst anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually do kind of buy Nago now, not being the worst. But, like, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, because, like, uh, like, the the basic concept of the show is seem, seems like it's about, like, uh, you know, what's good and what's evil, do dark and light, like, coexist at the same time, and, like, people aren't really purely one or the other. There's, like, there's a blending between those two things in every, in, like, uh, in your life. Yes. But so, yeah. they do an extremely bad job of actually conveying that in the way their characters act. Yes. Also, like, I think the... the the best they ever did with it was early on when Wataru's, like, this shy, sheltered person and, like, can't understand people, but is, like, still compelled to, like, do this monster fighting thing. Like, that was kind of a good example of that. And then, like, Megumi and Yuri were kind of, like, I don't know. Actually, Yuri was never... They never did a good job of this with Yuri. But, like, Megumi had... They did a good job of having her have, like, multiple aspects to her personality. But, like, they they keep doing the, like, uh, dark and light, internal conflict thing. But, like, it's just never believable. The characters aren't written with enough emotional range for that to really work. Yeah. Also, they're, they're really. really bad at going from good to bad. Like, boy, boy, they just didn't try with Mio. <laughs> no, she's yeah. just flipped a switch. The, the the darkness in these characters is either stupid or unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, like the like the Shima turn that happens later is also bad. So yeah, yeah. So so that's my thing. Like Kiva is almost good a lot of times, but it it then just either like it doesn't support it or. It just does in, like, this absurd way that just, like, wouldn't happen normally. It strains so hard to be good, it shits everywhere, all <laughs> over the bed. Also, like... It shits the bed all the time. I think I talked about it last episode, too, but I feel like Kiva started, like, 15 episodes too early. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Though, on the other hand, I guess, like, a lot of those one-off Fangire characters that we saw did kind of... Like, I, I did kind of like how they were normal people who were, like, compelled by their nature to to hurt other people. Like, that worked better as, like, the weird darkness thing. Uh, probably, but, like, and, like, the strongest early Kiva was, like, the two-parter with um the violinist prodigy that became the archer in the in the future. Yeah, yeah I, that... that one was pretty good. It that even did a good job of binding the past and the present plot lines together, which most of the show is extremely fucking bad at. I don't know. It, that was at, like that. I think that was the best storyline in the show. I, I I I agree, but I think it's only because it's the most complete. I'm sure Evan is going to hear this and instantly cackle aloud, but. I should also point out that the Violin Girl two-parter is the only pair of episodes not written by Toshiki Inoue in the entirety of Kiva. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Like, remember Sounds that, right. uh, remember that one Fangire who had, like, the butlers, and he was, like, killing people in order to get enough energy to, like, bring them back to life? Because yeah. that was also good. He had the these relationships that, that he soup? couldn't let go of. Like, that was interesting. So yeah, 
I, I think that's my giant mag- magnum opus about Kiva that I've come to the conclusion of. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, we didn't mention that uh, Maya is just standing in a church and staring at a stained glass portrayal of uh, the Holy Family of, of like Jesus, Joseph, and Mary, by the way. So yeah. that's that's happening. I'm not entirely clear on if she is like, I'm just like the Virgin Mary. I, I don't Man, I think hope so. that's not what they're going for. I, I, I think looks... that's just like that's the wedding place that shows up later. But yeah, but true. they really the camera like focuses in on it and everything. I, I'm just gonna choose to not believe that. <laughs> um. So anyway, so my my whole Yuri tangent was basically based off this next part because it doesn't make sense unless you like you had canon the justification yourself. Right. Where Yuri comes in and visits Maya and is like please help me save Atoya. And Maya's like, why? He's done pretty much everything to, to basically dump you. Yeah. And then she she says like, uh, he's betrayed you in every way, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a little harsh, Maya. (laughs) I mean, it it is because just, they never, they never talk about it. They always just like flirt, flirt over it. Right. Yeah, it's we haven't seen any actual betrayal. Like it's Atoya up until the point where he's like, "Oh, I'm captivated by Maya." He hasn't specifically come see, out and say, "Oh, I'm in I'm in love with her instead." So that that's like part of it too, because e- even then he still doesn't say lo- he he doesn't say love. He he uses the word captivated instead. Right. So I feel like I could genuinely believe that Atoya has this conflict the entire time. And I think, like, he would, if not given the free pass that Yuri gives him later, he would have tried to figure out to make things work, I think. Right. I I don't even think it's, like, particularly bad of him to, like, be romantically involved with Yuri and just having this relationship with Maya that he's emotionally invested in. Like, that's... That's normal. <laughs> like that's yeah, not there's that also, weird or anything. There's also that again, like if if they talked about it, like really like captivating and, and solid drama, but they don't. Right. Be friends. Um it's, it's also also friends. like the love thing like hits into just like Baya's like story where she's like trying to figure that out and like that plays into that, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think the idea that Maya can't interpret Atoya's emotions as anything other than love would be a really interesting character dimension to explore, but they don't actually do that at all. So. Yeah. No. <gasps> yeah. Not the least. Thanks, Kiva. <laughs> I These might just be, like, the points where I'm like, oh yeah, this is why Fize is good. It just doesn't do that bad stuff. <laughs> So, uh, so next scene, Shima is is uh, praying at some graves, and then a it's, it's a distinctly Yuri and Yuri's mother's grave. Right, yeah, yeah Yuri and her scientist mom's grave, and then a Fangire just comes out and starts uh, beating the crap out of him. Yeah, because uh. I'm honestly like maybe fucking Taiga set this up all along. Uh, I would believe it because you yeah. said he like machines these two guys together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also, so maybe... uh, 
But okay, I, what kind of fangire is this? Is it a pangolin or a hedgehog? Um, let me look. It it reuses the turtle parts because he's got the arm shields. Yeah, he's got the little arm shields another guy had. Um, but it is silk moth. A silk no. moth? No, silk moth is um the the one they find in the forest. Oh, it's the one that looks gazer. like an elephant. Yeah, this one's a sun gazer fangire. What the fuck is a sun gazer? Uh, it's a sun gazer. Um, it but recycles the body of the tortoise fangire, but with a new head and shoulder armor. Uh, sun gazer lizard. Yeah, yeah, okay. the, yeah. The one they find in the forest is this is a silk moth. That one looks a lot like an elephant to me. So. I mean, we've we've determined that you don't know animals, so you don't Ugh. know animals. I think I know more animals than you. Uh, agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, Shima gets beat up, and he's taken in the hospital, and he's not looking too good. Um, and then he has like a moment with Wataru, where Shima's like, "All right, like I'm pretty cool with dying. Really, just like the one thing is like, I think I fucked up Taiga's relationship with humans." Can you fix that for me? <laughs> you think, idiot? I'm a, I'm like, okay, yes, obviously that happened. Uh, how, though? What, what did Shima do that made Taiga be like humans are stupid, actually? We don't know. Are we ever gonna know? Uh, I think. I'm just, I'm very confused as to what exactly Shima did that was so terrible. Like, why did he have this racism against Fangar in the first place? Was it entirely because of Taiga? Was there any other things that went on well, in no, his life? Because that like Shima this? Shima like started the organization Shima, and, not and was starting like killing Fangars before Taiga. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it could have just been, oh, these things are hurting the, the They like goons. murder people and stuff. That's obviously bad. And then oh a a woman comes and says, Hey, can you take care of my kid? And then I guess Shima raised him for some time and then decided, uh, found out or decided he was a fangire because I guess maybe the moose fangire came and. Okay, if you knew that vampires exist, I do not know how you could look at Maya and not immediately be like, well, you're obviously a vampire. (laughs) That's true. I don't know. She looks more like a vampire than literally anyone I've ever met. Yeah, just a bit. (laughs) Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, so that happens, and then like Shima like passes out, and Taiga comes <clears> in and is like, "Hey, I think I could maybe probably save him. You should let me take him." And Wataru's like, "Eh, I mean, I guess." Seems on the up and up. I'm sure this won't cause any problems. I'm sure this will be just fine and won't have anybody be angry yep. or sad. Um, Giri puts on military clothes. And then Maya's like, so, you ready to die? And uh, Yuri's like, yep. And then they go to a Zelda level. They do go to the Lost Forest TM. Where they also literally call Maya it guy, the Lost Woods. Yeah. And Maya's like, oh, by the way, I can't fangire here. For some reason. It's the Lost Forest. Did you need another reason? I'd prefer one, yeah. Well, too bad. 
Um, Atoya's at the castle where King's like, you're not good enough to be a decoration, so I'll have the castle eat you instead, using this convenient hourglass. I, yep. I think the hourglass is just a timer for the castle absorbing his life force, though. Yeah, but it runs out and he's not dead, so who cares? Yeah, that it doesn't actually matter. Well, it's it's because King disconnected him from the draining shackles so that Atoya could play the violin for a little I while. I find this hard to believe that the power was in the shackles and it was just <laughs> not a mysterious force doing it. I think he was, like, shackled up in the basement of Castle Thor. Yeah, or wouldn't something? it... W- Okay, I think it would be kind of great, actually, uh, if the basement of the castle is actually its stomach and just anyone in there gets gradually digested. That'd be really neat, actually. Yeah. Um, Too bad they don't actually say anything about it. Yeah, yeah. they don't actually say anything So, Taiga goes to a flower shop to get the bestest flower to propose to Mio, but Mio's already there, and asks why he's there, and she's like, proposal? And Taiga's like... Yeah, actually. And then... It cuts back, but we're just going to finish this part while we're here. Uh, And then Mio's like, yeah, we should marry. And Taiga's like, alright, whole store, wrap it up. (laughs) I'll take uh, it all. I'm just like, Taiga, have you been missing everything that's happened for the past several episodes? You need to pay attention to the plot, bud. Yeah. You're kind of in it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's dumb. Um, speaking of dumb, um, the rest of the cast is too, because when Shima shows back up to the cafe, <laughs> acting like everything's okay, his body fat is point two, which I think is impossible. It's that's basically means that you you have like literally no fat on your entire body. You die, you'd be dead. Yeah. Um, and he also eats too much. The... Yeah, he eats like a giant plate of pasta. And then it's like, give me more giant plates of food. And then Wataru goes to thank Taiga, and Taiga's like, well, if you want to thank me, you should join me. The next time is the last time I'm giving you the chance. I don't I don't know why Taiga thinks Wataru's answer is going to change. Because he's dumb. Um, speaking of dumb, Shima's dumb, and he works out so hard that he breaks the machine and thinks nothing of it. <laughs> and I'm like, well... Obviously, he's a fangire now, right? And everyone's going to figure that out within the next few minutes, so it's not. It, everyone doesn't seem like huge idiots, right? So the fangire that attacks Shima shows up on our age. Nago and Megumi chase it and find Shima. That's interesting. Uh, that's strange. That's weird. They all go looking for the fangire, and it shows up when Shima isn't there. That's weird. Shima's like, let's split up so I can find the fangire, and then... The fangire shows up, and I can't find Shima. Where's Shima? And then Wataru confronts the fangire and breaks its shield arms, but then it runs away. The, its then, shield arms stay broken, so that's yeah. nice at least. Yeah. Um, I th- hate, there was a there I was a plot armor joke that's... in there too about how he just isn't dead. <laughs> um, he, hit, I mean, he had one layer of plot armor. Wataru breaks it off in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best way to. Put it. And then he runs into Taiga, who's like, alright, Wataru, last chance. And Wataru's still like, yes, yeah, still no. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not, not going to do that. So then so then, Taiga turns in the saga and beats up Wataru a bunch. Um, meanwhile, in the Lost Woods, uh, they have Lost Wood adventures where Lost Wood things happen. 
Yeah. And they, they run into they walk a fan into guy. one exit and then they're back at the entrance, just like the Lost Woods. Yeah. It's very fun. Um yeah. I actually like these woods. And then they find the fangar that's there, there's like a statue, and then it shows up. You know, it's neat. Um she's apparently the keeper of these woods and Yeah. Yeah. She's the only one that can use her powers. We yeah. actually see Blue Spiky Fangire turn back into Shima in another scene. So yep. Yeah. Then episode he turns back into Shima, and like he looks at his body in horror, where he sees like the stained glass happening to his body. Yeah, but it's got yep. like more black in it. Like when the uh, the the fusion machine, when you do Fangire transitions, there's more black in it. Yeah, and that's that episode. Yep. All right, moving Man, on. A lot of stuff happens in these episodes. <laughs> I was just. I, I, I feel like the last one we are going to be able to gloss over a bunch of because it's just Wataru has shenanigans in past. <laughs> he tries to convince his mom and dad not to bone. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. He, so he's doing a reverse Back to the Future. So episode forty-three, wedding march, time of parting, everybody dies. Yeah, pretty yep. much. Um, Most of the characters die in this episode. Kavat is dumb and also doesn't understand that Shima's a fan guy yet. That's his opinion. They literally showed it in the last episode, guys. Yeah, but Kavat didn't get it. He's dumb. He wasn't there. He didn't see it. I, I guess he didn't see that part. Picks or it didn't happen. Yeah, okay. Um. So Taiga beats up Wataru because Wataru won't fight back. And Taiga's like, fuck you. I'll make you fight me for real next time. Um, uh, you, you're gonna regret that, Tiger. Yeah, and then Shima eats a bunch at the cafe. No one's figured it out yet. It's just like, ooh, I think he's he's eaten like seven big plates of spaghetti. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Um, Nago's like, I'll protect you, Shima, and Shima's like, No, fuck you, protect Wataru, and he has, he throws a fit, and everybody's like, Whoa, Shima threw a fit. I wonder if this means anything. Probably not. I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry um, about that. See, he, he like actually yells and smacks the table, and there's a big bang. Yeah. Um, Gary fights the Lostwood Fangire, who becomes a giant lady at some point. Yeah, like and giant the- hands just appear out of the trees to swipe at her and stuff. So that's yeah. pretty cool. And then and then Maya saves her, and then Yuri's like, "Don't fucking ever do that again." Don't you or, save I mean, my life? How dare you? Yuri's like, "Don't ever fucking save my life again." Um. Don't talk to me or my little knife ever again. Mio continues to have Taiga wrapped around her finger. Or Mio, who are names, they just blend together, I swear. So, oh yeah, and uh, Maya, she can't use her finger form, but apparently she can still shoot giant Kamehameha waves. Yeah, yeah, that was very fun. Because the, 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 I don't know what fangire this is, but the guard fangire, she's like, aha! You can't actually defend yourself while I'm here. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's fun. Okay, so uh, yeah. Uh, next scene: Taiga and uh, me, uh, Mio, Maya. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mio. Mio are like, yay! We're getting married. This is gonna be great. And uh, Taiga's a fucking moron and doesn't. Really wait, wait! I gotta. I gotta bring this up. So this entire fucking marriage ritual where they literally bind the bride's hands in chains 
and be like, oh, yeah, you are now bound. You, you are bound to the king as, ooh, your chains of destiny. Ooh, nah. And then Neo breaks those chains. And, and then the show's like, bam, 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 bam. Bam, uh, bam, they, don't, they don't do that. That would actually be good, though. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been... I I would really have liked that. I think I, that, I might do, like, a cut myself and just put it on YouTube. <laughs> like, Kamen Rider Kiva, the good version. No, they're, they're, it's not even a good version. It's just, like, Kamen Rider Kiva, but every time someone breaks a chain, break the chain plays. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Sh- this is after... Uh, Mio like uses her fangire hands to gut Taiga. <laughs> that, that happens later in the episode. <laughs> that, that's like real good because like just like regular Mio with monster claws is very amusing. Yeah, I actually do like that bit. But it's... before before that can happen, they they have a scene where Mio is obviously his... like. Hey, yeah, this marriage is gonna be great. And Tyga's like, "Yeah, I, I detect no danger in your obviously unemotional, uh, <laughs> com- like, uh, finally com- caving in to my demands to marry me." And then, and then Shima explodes a soccer ball. Yeah, <laughs> someone kicks a soccer ball at him, and he explodes it. it. Still does not set anybody off. Like, no, no one has figured it out. Um, and then everybody runs off, and then the Fangire's there. That's weird. Oh, and then Ixa fights it for a bit, but then when he chases the Fangire behind a tree, Shima's there. <gasps> That's huh. weird. But, huh. but then it's, but then Wataru's like, wait a second. Wait a minute. Yeah. And then mm. um, Atoya gets tortured some. Fool me once. There. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on you again. Fool me three times. I might be starting to catch on eventually. Fool me four times. I think something might be going on here. Yeah. So, Atoya gets tortured some. We just get to see that a little bit. And then Wataru goes back to Taiga and is like, Hey, did you turn Shima into a fangire? And Taiga's like, Of course I did, you fucking moron. This is for, like, the good of the fangire race. And blah, blah, blah. Join me. Blah, blah, blah. Ideology. Blah, blah, blah. And Shima's there too, and Shima's like, "Why'd you do this?" And Taiga's like, "Well, to have you see what it's like to be a fangire, of course. It's only to pay you back for you taking care of me." And Shima's like, "Being a fangire sucks, actually." Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes to the cafe to get his last coffee, before Nago comes in, and they silently head to the quarry to fight. But Nago can't find it in himself to kill Shima. And Shima's just like, Shima. you're a piece of shit. You're a terrible soldier. You failed. You're not even a soldier. And then everybody realized Shima's the worst. Yeah. Um, Mio and Taiga start to have their wedding ceremony. Uh, Bishop's there to snoop on things. Um, oh, right. This is where we get the yeah. fun. Hey, we're literally going to wrap this woman, this woman's arms in chains. Right. ba 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 she has a so, feeling that Bishop is trying to actually, like, destroy the royal family. Uh, no, I think he's no. just stupid. Because, like, he, he's, like, like 100% I, on King's side. Yeah. I, I, I keep expecting Bishop 
to do the trope where he shows up and goes, Ha ha! I was the real villain all along! <laughs> no, I like, think... Uh, him trying to be the mastermind. Bigotry was the real villain all along, because it makes them all act like idiots. I guess. Um. Yeah, so Mio tries to kill Taiga... Taiga makes his hair look all weird when he's in his wedding ceremony, so I didn't realize it was him at first. Yeah, and then, and then like, Mio tries to run off when she fails, Bishop stops her, and Taiga's like, no, this is fine, she didn't do anything wrong. He's like, and, I like being stabbed, actually. All this Bishop's blood, like, this isn't blood, this is victory wine. <laughs> and then Bishop's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then my, and then Mio just runs off anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, King, King is back with the Toya. I do like to- how like she's just got monster hands for a bit after she stabs him. Yeah, but then her hands turn back into human hands, but she's still got his blue fangire blood all over them. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's actually good. Good job there, on the the direction. So it is. Um, and then um, King shows up to a Toya, and a Toya's like, "Hey, let me play my violin one last time before I die." I'll play the sweet song that your that your queen totally loves. Oh, this, yeah! This just is like, also the point where I noticed that the castle Doran was apparently sucking the life out of his shirt too, because it has gradually yeah, become more and disheveled, ripped, and dirty. Yeah, like if if it had been a thing where he was literally wasting away and he was now like super like castle Doran was absorbing his matter as well as his quote unquote energy. That would be really cool, but I don't know how they would do that. It's just, yeah, it just seems to be destroying his shirt, too. Or maybe <laughs> King comes by and slaps him around a little every once in a while. Yeah, King's been just uh, walking by and just ripping a little bit of his shirt every couple minutes, just off screen. Maybe. Who knows? Um, I don't know. So then he plays the song, and then Maya's like, oh, I hear the song. And Yuri's like... I hear nothing. I actually don't know if this was Atoya's plan or not, because it, it seems like if he was, you know, had any, like, conscious thought about this at all, he should have known that playing it would have called, would uh, get Maya to show up there, because, like, she's going to be able to hear it wherever she is. I don't know if that was his plan, though. Yeah, I, I don't think it was primarily his plan. I think he just wanted to play the violin before he died quite possibly and he thought maybe they hear it and the fact that i i get the feeling they were trying to pull a thing where oh maya understands the sound of his heart and so can hear his playing and yuri doesn't so she can't but i'm just watching i'm like well no like wouldn't vampires are supposed to have super heightened senses so yeah, yeah of course she's the one that hears it bloody rose is just magically tied to fangires in weird ways so like that's, that's just how it works yeah <sighs> um so that happens um and then the timer goes off king's like i'm done this is boring i'm gonna kill you now yeah. but then yuri and maya are there and then they fight dark kiva as much as one fights Dark Kiva, which is... Quote-unquote fight Dark Kiva. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maya turns into her roast form, but, like, that's not going to do a whole lot. Yeah. Oh, it's... It is a rose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit, I didn't even think of that. Uh, Wataru tries to stop Shima at the 
at the graves, but then Taiga shows up, and Taiga and Shima are like, all right, we're going to fight now. And then... For some reason. Yeah, and then and then Taiga just kills Shima. Yeah. And then this makes Wataru super angry, so he's going to fight Taiga for real now. Yeah, also, Taiga Mio's is still there. extremely stabbed. Uh, he, he's still very stabbed. Yeah. It seems like it's bothering him. Yeah. Also, also Mio's there. Yeah, Mio's there too. Yeah. That's that's important for for a little bit later. Yeah, just a couple bit. Yeah, Taiga got... uses his like little uh his whip sword thingy to blow up Shima, so Shima is now dead. Yep. Yay! Um. So then, I... Atoya gets to murder the Lost Woods fan guy after he takes Ixa from Yuri. Yeah, because apparently. Atoya, who has had his almost all of his life drained and is completely beat to shit and is basically on the verge of death, is still stronger than yeah, Yuri. Yeah, I, I was actually like, this This stood out as a pretty egregious one to me, because like, Yuri's standing there in like, her military getup with like her cool leather gloves, and Atoya is just walking around in like a third of a shirt, and it looks like he's just been through hell, but he's like, no babe, I got this. No, I no, mean I got it. it's it's clearly that you know being being at the brink of death makes you your most powerful. <laughs> Saying rules, I get. Uh, that happens. So he does that, and then Maya, who's getting beat up, King's like admit to love, and she's like, fine, I admit to love, and then Maya King's like, all right, I took your powers, now go live like a ghost. So I guess that's why she's pale from now on. Sure. Um, and then and then Kiva and Taiga fight some more. Bishop shows like, up. So so King can just take people's powers like all the time. Don't question it. Just shh, don't question it. So wait, hold on. Can Taiga do that? Because how the hell is does anyone even fight him then? Does he? Because if he has the King well, powers, well, he 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 doesn't. If you remember. Oh, it's, right, he, yeah, he, he doesn't have the full king powers until he gets married. Right. Yeah. He He's not king yet. He's He is the next in line for the throne, but he hasn't actually taken the throne. Yeah, and I guess the getting stabbed in the stomach uh, <laughs> did not count as becoming king, so. So, so yeah, so Wataru beats up um, Taiga a bunch, Bishop's there now, and then... The suit actor playing Taiga like like jumps backwards and does like a roll and then stands up again and I'm like wow that they must had a lot of trust in that guy to not break that costume when he did that they never have writer writer suit actors do that sort of thing and I I do like how as soon as Wataru starts actually fighting Taiga can't do shit yeah. Yeah, Emperor like, Kiva it, is more powerful than Saga, and it has always been, basically. And the only reason that Wataru has ever lost is because he doesn't want to fight Taiga. Right. But it, then when he does, it's, oh, yeah, no, he just wins. Yep. As... So he's like, okay. okay, time to super ultra kick Taiga now, because he's a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Mio's like, now is a great time for me to have second thoughts about this. Yeah. <laughs> Mio, it's like, well, all up until this point, where I had that radical character shift where I was like, murdering Taiga is good, actually. 
and I've been doing that but, for a while, this would have been fine. I, but apparently I don't want to do that anymore. But then I tried to kill him, and he covered for me and forgave me anyway, and that's super hot. He looked so, so sexy when he was stabbed. <laughs> so then, so I guess I'll protect him. Yeah, so then my, Mio gets in the way of the rider kick, with her's like, oh no, a Mio. <laughs> but he can't stop the kick, and then, so then Mio gets kicked, and she's about to die, and Ritaru's there, and they have a moment, and like Mio's like, here, put this ring on my finger so I can pretend about our wedding, which is a white wedding compared to the goth wedding, and one could say, Jeez. it's a nice day for a white wedding. Except yeah. it's not, because she's dead, and she explodes yeah. into shards of glass. Yeah, now she's dead. Uh, yep, that's as, that. As everyone, as everyone who has played dive kick knows, you cannot cancel a dive kick once you've started one. Nope. Now we're episode forty-four. All right, let's talk about time oh. travel shenanigans. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I hope you like time travel because this is what this episode's about. I, there are there any future segments in this episode? There's like a couple. Like Nago's like, I'm gonna be the new Shima, Master. What's your body weight? <laughs> oh right, yeah, that happens. Um, so oh, yeah. episode forty-four, punk back to father. The the first thing that happens is Wataru picks up a blue triangle and it's like this triangle is Mio. Yeah, it's just it's a shard for the glass, and I mean we've had the shards, uh, you know, be a thing before, but it's like, come on, man. It's just really funny because, okay, at the end of the episode, he's going to show this blue triangle to Atoya and be like, this is my girlfriend. And Atoya's going to be <laughs> like, okay, buddy. Oh, all right. All right. Sure. No, but I, I, I killed her. It's my girlfriend. It's like, okay, you and your blue triangle can go have some alone time. Yeah. Yeah. I, this episode is time time travel shenanigans, and then it's over. Yeah. Okay. So, pretty much all that happens in this episode is to stop to to stop the first girl he'd ever fell in love with, and who threw herself in the way of his attack. Remember the time Wataru made a cake when he got dumped? Yeah, Wataru's <laughs> response is, "I'm going to go into the past." Okay, okay, hey, that's we're false. a few episodes Jiro, from the end. We don't Jiro have time for cake th- making. We we have to time travel when we're upset now. I mean, to be fair, Jiro does just throw him in the past. He doesn't go from his own free will. Yeah, it's Jiro chucks him in the past. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. You're you have to go touch the soul of your father, um, which is a fucking weird ass line. Anna, it sounds like you just told me to like level up in Dark Souls. <laughs> uh, I do like how he his initial ploy in the past is like I'll just uh, disguise myself as a doctor and pr- and tell Atoya that he needs to stay in the hospital for a year. That'll mess up the timeline probably. How, how did Wataru get in the hospital and sneak past anybody? Lol, I don't know. Uh, next, he disguises himself as a fortune teller and is like, uh, "Don't have any sex anytime soon." Yep. And then Toya's like, wait a second, you were that Hold fake on. doctor. Um, and then he, Toya runs off and Poirot's like, I will fucking change fate. 
Uh, Gary has a flashback to all of the good times that she has with Atoya, and she's like, all right, I'm good now. I'm going to leave um, and go be my own out. person. No, don't do that. Yeah. And Wataru's like, no. It's like, you need no. to hook up with Atoya, actually. You, you got to jump on that dick. You got to jump on it. So then... I, I can't be born. So then Yuri calls Atoya out and is like, all right, Atoya, here's your free pass for breaking up. Okay, and I'm at the point where he ropes um, Yuri into this, I'm like, okay, what you're doing is already pretty weird, but I honestly think that roping her into your plan to not be born is, like, really shitty in a weird way. Just, like, playing with her, like, her romantic life in order to try and accomplish this tertiary goal you have. I just, I think that's really gross for Wataru in a way he doesn't usually act. It's, it is it is supremely selfish in a way we haven't seen him be in, in quite a while. Right, because, like, he knows, like, if he doesn't do anything, this relationship isn't going to work out well, so, like, that would kind of imply that, like, maybe don't do that. Uh, he's his all of his suggestions are no just fight harder no just just do it though yeah uh not not cool just date him yeah um but instead yuri yuri just gives toy a free pass and then steps on his foot uh we cut to a scene where fangar shows up to oh yeah fangar shows up to to beat up queen because she's powerless now this one's a polar bear, because it looks exactly like the previous bear one, except it's white and blue. I mean, they, yep. they do make a North Pole, South Pole joke yeah. later. Yeah, and they make a, a joke about North Pole, South Pole, so... You know. So you're probably right this time. <laughs> I didn't actually... Are, are we gonna find point... out it's like an emperor penguin or something? No, no, it's polar bear fangire. <laughs> if they were like, actually, no, it's just a total coincidence it looks exactly like the bear one from a while ago. Uh... So Yuri shows up to save Maya. He's like, don't worry. I I know I just saved your life, and then I'm supposed to be a capable female character, but I called the man to come save you. No, that's uh, not what happened. <laughs> I mean, look, b- most of the time, that would be true in Kiva, but this time, it's not. Yuri called Atoya here to be like, all right, you're with Atoya now. You should go figure that out. And it's weird how she leaves, and I'm like, do, do they want to have a conversation with all three of them? But no, Yuri just walks away, and Toy's like, well, guess I'm not going to talk to her like I thought I was going to. Hey, Maya, you want to you wanna move in with me? You, you ready for that? And Maya's like, okay. And then Toy's like, so remember that concert I was talking about? And Maya's like, yeah, you did that. Well, I'm going to give you one every night from now on. Okay. And then and then Wataru drags Yuri back and is like, Mom, Dad, you cannot fuck. You're not our child. No, but I have this button. That's stupid. Punch. <laughs> Toya just decks and knocks out Wataru. Okay, so, yeah, in case of... I, I, I guess we, I, I think we didn't make that clear. Like, okay, so me, uh, Maya, yeah, Maya and Maya and Atoya are talking. Uh, Yuri had walked away. Wataru was like, no, you can't just deal with this like an adult. We have to go there and make it a big fight. 
So they all go back, and now everyone starts having an argument about who should fuck who. Yeah. And then and then Atoya punches Wataru, and it's great. Yes, it's that's it's very fun to see him get punched. Yeah, at this point, everyone's like, Wataru, what the fuck are you talking about, and what yeah. are you doing? Because Wataru like, tries to explain his future things, and he's like, look at this button I have! And Atoya's like, I'm just gonna deck you now. And then Maya's in the background like, oh, wait... I actually do have that. <laughs> and then, yeah. It, it, it's somewhere in here where uh, Atoya calls Wataru his adult son. And just <laughs> like, D- don't talk to me and my large adult son ever again. Yeah, and then Yuri uh, makes sure that, you know, punched out Wataru's okay and gives a flashback on how he got here. Um, the gist of it is like... Wataru was going to let Taiga choke him to death, but then Jiro intervened and threw him in the past so he could touch the soul of his father. Yeah, Taiga's still bleeding from being stabbed, by the way, in the future. Don't yeah. know if that's going to come up again. Uh, but And then there's a scene where Wataru shows up at Atoya's home, and Atoya's like, how'd you get here? And Wataru's like, I also have the com- comically large key for this house. It's just older. Yeah. And then Atoya's like, well, can you do the thing with your toes? And then Wataru's like, I can do the thing with my toes. And then Wataru's like, oh, Bloody Rose. And then Toy's like, fuck, he might actually be my son. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and then they have a bath. Which, um... And then before that, I time gets all jumbly-wumbly around here. Um, Maya's also to Atoya, like, Hey, I actually do have that button, so that might be a thing. Um, and the Tiger in the future is like, I'm gonna kill Kiva when Bishop's like, Hey Tiger, you Why doing don't you chill all right? out for a bit? Um Yeah, so then all Which that happens. It's funny because Bishop never advises anyone to chill out over anything, but apparently this is the one time right. he's like, just just relax. Um at the cafe. I, I don't know how uh Taiga plans to kill uh, to, uh, kill uh, Wataru because he is not in the present anymore. Uh, he'll figure it Wait, out. I don't think he knows that. I think he just saw Jiro grab him and run off with him. You almost think, like, Taiga should be pissed at, like, you know, like, Kiva has, like, a dragon castle and, like, the king's sword and... All the things that would indicate yeah. that Wataru is the king. Yeah. The um, natural inheritor and all that. So, owner leaves coffee for Shima. You know, like, dead traditional stuff. Um, Nago comes in and does sh- the Shima thing. Like, oh, what's your body weight? And he's like, I will carry on Shima's will. And then he goes to train. And then Bishop shows up. I and think Bishop's... Shima's will was being a fucking idiot. I, so, I, I, maybe I, he's not do like... doing that part. So, like, I don't know. I... I like that Nago doesn't respond to the body weight thing and just like, well, I'm just going to go train. And Megumi just kind of leans in and goes, you lost, didn't you? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go, go work on that right now. It's shitty. Like Nago and Megumi have like banter now, not enough to get married or anything, but honestly, when you told me like 20 or so episodes ago that they were going to have a relationship, I had not fucking expected to get to this point in the show and thinking like, actually they, that's like the most natural thing to happen at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking wild to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, 
Like, they've had no... Fucking Kiva. Th- there, there's nothing that's happened to make me think that they should date, but it's like feels like, yeah, all right. Yeah, they I mean, actually... Yes. That, that Them having, like, romantic, uh, like, cutesy moments together is actually one of the most naturally written things that happens in every episode of Kiva now. There's, so. the, <gasps> there's just a lot of, like, background stuff with them where you can just, like, you get a glimpse of, like, their interactions when they're at the cafe and things like that where they just have, like one or two line things that like almost sell it even though this idea is bad and should not happen and i just yeah, like, can't believe th- that we've ended up here where that's the normal okay thing in these episodes we, we, we see parts of a cutesy relationship that have had none of the foundation laid like this this is this is a interesting house with no basement and no foundation it's weird Right. Uh, it's so weird. And then, like, it's just the point where, like, Megumi could, like, fix Nago's, like, dumber parts of him being Nago at this point. And, like, it makes... <sighs> I can see it working, but I still hate it. <laughs> I, if, Nago's if a totally been... different character than the person he was introduced as at this yeah, point. If, so. if Nago had been like this the entire time, Nago would have and been they, fucking great if he was like this the entire time. <laughs> yeah, if it like if he had actually been this interesting weirdo the entire time, I could definitely see their relationship working like this. But it this is not the same Nago we had for a good thirty episodes. Yeah. This is an entirely different person. And as we talked about before, there wasn't like a believable transition where some specific thing happened and he decided to change. He just like he kept failing in the exact same way until one day he was just a randomly different person. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, so then, like, while while he's training, Bishop shows up and he's like, ah, the wonderful Azora organization is the only thing left to the Fangire that is a threat. And then Time for me to lose a fight, because apparently Naga is awesome now that he has decided to be the new Shima. So that, and then Bishop's like, "Oh no, Ix is too strong. I'm gonna go away now." Um, so then Wataru and Toya have their bath. Um, Wataru then meets up with his mom, who is Maya, and talk about that part where Maya's just like, "I can sense the blood within you." And then they're attacked by the polar bear. Um, Kavat and Tassilat come from the future, and then Maya's like, "Oh, Kiva. Yep, he is my son." I was a little bit annoyed that Tatsalat and, and Kavad just show up from the future. I'm like, really? Like, I expected a more interesting resolution here since, like, I don't know. I would have assumed more... In- I I just assumed, like, they were just already there. Yeah, I just wanted them to resolve that in some other way than just having everything be there. Um, King then confronts Maya with baby Taiga, and he's like, oh, no, you're fine. Like, you can do whatever you want now. You're not Fangire anymore. And Maya's just like, okay. Which, at this point, I'm starting to be like, has King actually been, like, really nice this entire time? That's weird. Yeah, because he's actually acted in a way that basically lets everyone act however they want to. He hasn't actually killed anyone or really hurt anyone permanently. No, it's, he's, I get the feeling that King is just, he cares about doing his job, and he actually does... He, he cares about Maya. His job is killing people. <laughs> Which he doesn't do. 
I don't or maybe we just didn't see him because apparently he'd been gone for most of the show and then showed back up and Maya was like, oh, you're back. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. He chooses not to extinct three races because like that's to kill people. Well, I don't is is that really me? I mean, is that any less mean than I'm going to take your body? And I'm going to turn you into a decoration for my castle so that I can look at this rare thing that is mine. I, mean, I don't know. Like, did you see the hammer the that Riki turns into? It's a pretty good hammer. <laughs> it is. It's a pretty good hammer. And oh, like, okay. But, like, he also gets, like, to have his body in the castle. And Jiro can leave and be human, so... Well, that is, af- that is after whatever happens. Like, they're thankful to Atoya for that. So I'm getting the feeling that, to- like, you already told me that Toya becomes Dark Kiva. So it's going to be, he probably gives them their bodies back. Whereas King was just going to keep them as their little toys. Maybe. Who knows? Okay, I, I do want to bring up, it is the Queen's job to kill people in order to keep the Fangai or Bloodline pure or whatever. It's the King's job in order to, to like, pro- like destroy threats to Fangai or Supremacy. So... If Wataru is like, if we count Wataru as Fangire supremacy, then actually everything he has done has set up Wataru to succeed. So if this is like a long con thing where he was just setting up Wataru to be totally awesome, then that would technically be in his job description. So you're saying that that, cool. that King saw that the most powerful Fangire is not a hundred percent Fangire, but instead a hybrid. Uh, if, maybe. if, maybe, maybe, I don't know if they're going to go there, but like, if that was what was actually happening, that would be kind of cool. Anyway, um, Atoya, uh, tries, or Wataru tries to stop Atoya from going on a date with Maya, but then the polar bear, polar bear fangire shows up, um, to, to interrupt that. And then father and son transform and then they just kill the polar bear. And then... Now they're like, oh, now we must fight in our writer forms to con- to solve this conflict between us. And fucking Atoya just beats the shit up out of Futaru. How? Fucking father powers. How? Yeah, father like, powers. Is it literally just, I'm your dad. <laughs> oh yeah, and then when the polar bear fan guy attacks, Atoya's like, hey, I'm the only one that can beat up my son. Yeah, fucking... The only one that can lay a hand on their child is the parent. Yeah, that's a fucked uh, up line. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. No, like corporal punishment has been shown to not work. The only thing you're teaching your child is that force is the way to get your want. Yeah, that's that's all you. That is all that corporal punishment. Yeah, teaches. that's bad. Actually, that is a fucked up weird line. So yeah, <laughs> don't don't like that one. That's fair. Okay. Um. So yeah. So Atoya beats up Wataru. And then King shows up, or sorry, back up a second. When Wataru turns into Kiva there, the other Kavat is like, wait a second, that's Kiva. This is important. Which then comes into play when um, King shows up at the end of this. And King's like, you know, if you want to change the future, all you got to do is just kill Atoya. And then he puts Atoya in like the Kiva finisher logo field thingy-bob. Yeah, the big kill your dad. bat crucifixion thing that he does to people sometimes. It's actually a really cool effect that I like a lot. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Actually. I hate that I love it. 
Okay, so it just occurred to me that it, in the version, in, in the fan headcanon version of King that I just created, he has been role-playing as the villain in, like, a bodice-ripping romance novel just so that he can get Maya and Atoya to hook up and fuck. Yeah, maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah, if he if he just likes to pretend to, to be, like, the bad guy then that would be pretty pretty funny, but uh, I don't know where they're going with this. But yeah, that's episode 44. It just ends after uh, Toya gets stuck to the, the big laser bat thing. And we, that's the end of the episode. We did it. Kiva's done this week. There's only one more episode of Kiva. Well, there's four more episodes, but like one more podcast episode of Kiva. Right. Uh, are, are we going to talk about the movie at all? I mean, we, nope. we already passed where it happened in continuity, so we probably I, can just skip it. Well, <laughs> Evan has actively refused to watch the movie, yes. so um, I am not going to watch the Kiva. So, movie. so we'll get Fletch to talk about it sometime in Evan's place. I am. I after we're or done. I don't with know. Kiva, maybe am, maybe like we'll have a guest coming to talk about the Kiva movie. Yeah, we could do I'm that. Just gonna delete this shit off my hard dr- off my external hard drive Garrett, to get some. Space. Garrett, do you know anyone who likes Kamen Rider Kiva? Um, unsure. I don't think you know anyone personally, but I know you've told me about seeing people. I mean, online I've definitely like looked up sugar about it. I've looked up reviews of Kamen Rider Kiva to see what people think about Kiva, and um, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely people that like Kiva out there. I kind of want to. I would not be opposed to talking. And, to and I'm just going to put like this down for the record. Like, I'm in tangent real quick because, like, generally the fandom is bad and they should feel bad for this, but it's okay if you like Kiva. Yeah, I mean, if you like Kiva, I don't, I don't know. I've probably made you feel bad if you like Kiva, and I'm sorry about that. Like, if you like it, that's fine. If you like the show, that is totally okay. That's cool. You are allowed to like what you want. Just from Mm. the same, same way, we can, you know criticize what we don't like about kiva i tried to be very nice to kiva for a while i did i generally try to find the good in kiva even to this point there's a lot of i think i think there's a lot of issues with kiva and i think some of them are pretty bad especially when you put like how it treats women and stuff but i mean 2008 was a wild time. 2008 wasn't that yeah. long ago. Um, it was 12 years ago, my dude. Yeah, but that's not like that long. That's ago over ago. a decade. That is over. That is a long time ago. 12 years isn't that long. Yes, Chris. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, Chris, it is. that is more than one third your current life. Okay, fuck you. Uh, just <laughs> no. Um. So anyway, uh, moral of the story is um, you can like whatever show you want, and you shouldn't let people on the internet that don't like the show you like um, make you feel bad. Like me. Yeah. Hot take. Uh, unless you also, like The Amazing Spider-Man or something, then you can go fuck yourself, because that movie's terrible. You know why, Chris? Uh, fuck you. <laughs> I thought that movie was fine. No, it's the worst movie ever. You're incorrect. No, 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 it is not. That is the hands of Manos. 
I or Manos have, the Hands of Fate. I have more fun watching Manos the Hands of Fate than Mimesis Did you watch just did you just watch Manos the Hands of Fate? Or did you watch Manos the Hands of Fate done by the MS Mystery Science Theater well, 3000? The Mystery Science Theater guys and, and well, that's why you enjoyed it then. Try and watch that movie without the jokes. Well now I well I know all the jokes though. As someone who owns the remastered Blu-ray, I can easily say Manos the Hands of Fate is not even the worst film that MST3K watched, and in fact, it's actually pretty good to put on at a family gathering. I've played it at Christmas with my parents. This is real, and um, they still talk to me. So there. Yeah, it's, that kind of taints it, but it's like, <laughs> dude, you try and watch that movie without it. It's like, ooh... Um, yeah, yeah, so anyway, um, don't don't ever attack people for a show you don't like. I'm positive that we have not done that, so I feel okay with our not liking Kiva, because we have not attacked a person that, you know, has liked Kiva. And if you feel that way, you know, let I, us know, and, you know, I'll apologize. Yeah, uh, I think, mm. like, there are things to like about it, so I would feel bad if anyone mm. felt totally, like, I was totally disregarding their opinion or feelings about the show, if they really I, cared I, about it. I like, I like the visual design, there are a couple story beats that are good, I just do not, I, this entire, the entire storyline of Kiva, I can see a version of it where it's better written and it actually lands. In that parallel universe, Kiva is fucking dope. Yeah, like, (laughs) it may still be pretty sexist, but on the level of how a lot of media is sexist and treats women badly and not, hey, we're going to choke women every five (laughs) episodes or so. It's like the Um, major recurring visual motif of the show. I mean, Watera got choked this week, so, like, equal opportunity choking. That's true. That's true. Like, but yeah, uh, like in, Kiva, in another universe where there's just like a few tweaks, this is like the Digimon Tamers of of common writer shows, where it's like I, the secret I, best Dark Horse one. And I think that's what bothers me the most about Kiva is I can see the version of it where it's really good. Hey Evan, and it's not. Do you know that. what that version is? It's what? Fies. <laughs> we'll have to see when we get to Fies. Uh, man, it's... like. Uh, a part of me in the back of my mind is like, what if Fize is not the show I remember? But like, the 99% rest of me is like, Fize is fucking dope. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, man. I Yeah, it's... like De- Decade is a special place in my heart because it was my first show. But I think like, I think Fize is my favorite and hit me the most. I really like Fies. Let's just get out yeah. of here. Anyway, oh, yeah. Shit. I I just realized what I want to do after we're done with Gunwriter Amazons. Okay. Uh, we need to watch Gotcha Man Crowds. I love Gotcha Man Crowds, and we should totally watch it for the show. Because it's tokusatsu tangential. That's true. It's kind of tangential. Yeah. I, I, I watched the first couple episodes with you, I think. Yeah. I mean... All you right. didn't seem to be as into it as me, but I, like, really love that show. And it does, like, pick up as it goes on. So. Alright. Um, anywho, yeah, okay, so yeah, uh, you're allowed to like things. Um, continue to like things. Liking things is good. Um, don't be an asshole. 
Yeah, uh, I do think generally liking things is better than disliking things. Yeah. So that's why Kamen Rider Kiva has hurt me so bad. Honestly, like, <laughs> I would love to hear from people that like Kiva. Like, I, I want to hear what people who like Kiva have to say about Kiva. Yeah. I would also be interesting. genuinely be curious about that. Like, yeah. I may not agree with you, but. But yeah, goddamn, no, if, if your you opinion like isn't Kiva, valid. Yeah, your opinion is valid. If you like Kiva and are want to take the time to tell us why, go right ahead. Send it an you email. Can, you can come in and talk about the movie instead of Evan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Have you wow. ever wanted to be famous on the internet to like 12 people? <laughs> <laughs> and Evan's mom? I, I, I'm not actually sure she li- listens too much anymore. She always tells me we cussed her. Oh. <laughs> That's Rachel's reason for not listening to the show. She's like, I can't listen to it at work because you cuss. If you did a podcast, I would listen to it. Yeah. I mean, I I attempted to curse less sometimes. I I haven't really tried to not curse. It's too much fun. Tangents aside, we're a show on the internet at journeythroughthedeckcast.com. Did Garrett look up the thing that Evan wrote like he said he was going to do last week? Definitely not. No, no, I'm guessing no. No. Um, you know what? Hang on. Hang on. You know what? No, no, no. Hang on. Here you go. Hang oh. on. So who's going to get to it first? Who's going to get to it first? Oh, hey, look, here uh, it is. I think it's you. Um, this has been Journey Through Duckcast for a podcast on the internet located at journeythroughtheduckcast.com. Dot com. On the website, you'll find links to our network's Twitter, at RicePaul underscore FM, along with host Twitters, which is uh, Chris and myself, because Evan does not have one. Um, if you'd like to dispute anything you said, ask a question. Our email is, jour- is journeythroughthedeckacast at gmail.com. That's journeythroughthedeckacast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with a new um, episode discussing the last bit of Kiva. Uh, individual host sign-offs here. We'll probably go a bit longer next time, just so that we can wrap up Kiva in one big go. You Maybe went a bit extra here. So. Yeah, that's true. All I right. just finished BattleTech earlier. That was a good game. I that's can't log sign on off PSO2 for this week. Servers. Oh that's shit! My sign off because ship two still full. Yeah. Microsoft. I'm just playing Sega Valkyria Chronicles. Um, All right. Anyway, we're just passing through podcast. Remember that. Goodbye.